I see you, Christopher Bell, and that DeWalt number 20 machine coming out of turn four into the tri-oval there at Daytona doing about 200 miles per hour. Our hero from Norman, Oklahoma. Side-by-side racing with Ryan Blaney as we speak. Did, were either of you ever big into NASCAR at all? No, never. Never? You never got into yeah, it? That's kind of. I was more an IndyCar guy than NASCAR. Okay. I never could get into IndyCar at all. Outside of Will Power. That was my favorite IndyCar driver because he had a badass name, Will Power. Come on, think about it. Uh, yeah, I, I was never I was never around anyone that was a big fan to even, you know, I guess like in some way tell me like what I should be looking for or anything like that. And then I've never been to a race. So yeah, I've never even really had that, that like invitation, if you will, into NASCAR fandom. So I was kind of a, I was a fan, but it wasn't fanboy. And then when I started working in radio, we had the connection with Texas motor speedway and then big O who I was doing a show with before was a big NASCAR fan. And he kind of, stoked the flames to the old uh, fandom and we would do texas motor speedway every year we would go down and and do radio from there and if not we would just go down and enjoy the entire weekend with the rv and parked outside and it was just it was so much fun man so much fun giant party everywhere and then we were we would branch out and we we did a bristol trip uh plank and i went to kansas one year and watched up there. Um, that was at its peak, though, when NASCAR was really rocking and rolling in the after Dale Sr. passed away through about 2006, 7, 8. But, I mean, there was a stretch there where we went to Texas Motor Speedway for like 10 years in a row. And those, those were fun. I mean, the weekend itself was, I think, maybe the more fun moment than, than actual race. But, yeah, man, it was... Um, it was a thing in my life there for a long, long time. And not so much now except for the big events like Daytona and then Talladega. All right, it is uh, 3.55. So Friday, we get done with the show, and I'm driving home. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to flip on the old app and listen to the fellers south of here in Dallas, Texas. And... Um, the ticket was broadcasting from the Doak Walker Award right there on the campus of SMU. And I had seen earlier that they were going to have Ollie Gordon on. I did not know that Mike Gundy was going to be there at all. It, I, oh, I figured he'd be there at the event. I didn't think that he'd jump on the radio and want to start doing things because, you know, Mike Gundy, not necessarily a radio guy unless it's for his his companion, Robert Allen. They're from Triple Play. And sure enough, I just happened to catch it right about the time that Mike Gundy is setting down. And I wanted to play a couple of comments from the interview with, with Mike Gundy. What I'm going to play for you first is maybe the prime example of what I like to call Mike Gundy gold. You know how Gundy is. Think about all the different press conferences and interviews that Mike Gundy has done where he just goes off on a topic or tangent that has absolutely nothing to do with what we're all gathered there for. And typically we get something that's kind of funny. I think Mike Gundy is 
it's always in his mind that he's got to be entertainer. So he's thinking sometimes of things outside of the box to bring to the table before he gets into the football conversation. But I, I, I haven't edited any of this audio at all. This is Mike Gundy just putting down the headset. And you tell me if this is not the most Mike Gundy conversation ever with right here. Dad, I, I, I'm not much of a bow tie guy. I just haven't been in much. They're asking him about wearing suit, like or like a tuxedo, because everyone's dressed to the nines, you know, for the Doak Walker Award. So they ask him about wearing a tuxedo. Here, I'll start it over again. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, I'm not much of a bow tie guy. I just haven't been in much of a bow tie guy. I'm not a dress shoe guy either. So I can get away with wearing the like the late. I've got. In fact, I was just talking to my 19-year-old son, who's he's playing baseball in Florida right now. He was calling me about wanting to know if pawn shops would give him a fair price on jewelry. I said their chance would be zero. In Florida, a fair yeah. price. <laughs> and so you saw me on the phone over there for eight, seven, eight minutes, and he, I said I got to go and get on the radio, and he said, well, I'm going to call you later on. I need more information on pawn shops. I said, listen. <laughs> I said. Uh, my my suggestion is to not deal with pawn shops. Pawn shops is out of desperation. People that need cash, I doubt you're going to get with the value of what that's worth. Yeah. Well, the guy told I said, listen, I'm sure the guy told you that. But so anyway, um, uh, the uh, I'm excited to be here. Excited to be uh, representing Ollie, and I've heard great things about this this uh, function, this two day event, and looking forward to the ceremony tonight. And um, everybody here has been great so far, and the so they, they oh, Mike they just asked you about wearing a <laughs> a tux and you go into this yeah well I was just talking to my son over there about jewelry at a pawn shop <laughs> in Florida <laughs> in Florida that is the most Mike Gundy start to an interview I think that I've heard in quite some time that is absolutely gold no pun intended with trying to buy jewelry at a pawn shop in Florida. We think Ollie Gordon could get at a pawn shop for that Doak Walker award. <laughs> well, don't we know what the Michigan or Ohio State players were getting for their gold pants <laughs> from a few years ago that ultimately got their head coach fired? Yeah, yeah. In Philadelphia, it's worth fifty bucks. S- see what I mean about Gundy? Like that, he just goes down these dirt roads of things that have absolutely nothing to do with what they're talking about, and then he ends up being like. Well, yeah, we, I mean, it's kind of nice to be here. You know, I'm here to sport Ollie tonight after I just got off the phone talking with my son for seven or eight minutes about buying gold. I, so when you listen to that, do you think that his son is actually trying to buy something from the pawn shop or he's actually trying to pawn a piece of jewelry? I think he's trying to pawn something. He's trying to pawn something. I mean, Ollie's... The, the, do you, either of you, honestly think that Mike Gundy's 19-year-old son wants for cash? No. <laughs> Did something go wrong in Florida that he's having to pawn a piece of jewelry while he's there? Like, that would be my first question. Like, if my daughter, 19, and called me, I'm like, Dad, I'm trying to pawn this piece of jewelry. I'm like, what did you do? What happened? Seriously, what what happened? Why do you need cash so bad for you I, I listen. I know and quickly. I know what type of uh, extracurricular activities exist in Florida, especially if you're in a uh, southern part that has the word "bay" in it. I know the establishments that are there. 
I hope that that's not the case, but why are you having to pawn a piece of jewelry at a pawn shop in Florida? Uh, Mike Gundy didn't give us that info. Uh, dude, I laughed so hard about that on the way home. I just, yeah, I, I kind of want more details on the pawn shop visit itself. There has to be another line to this. Like, even if Mike Gundy, who's probably a hard ass at times, and is like, yeah, well, you know, you're kind of on your own. I mean, you'll hear a clip coming up a little bit later where he basically confirms that all they've got to do is call mom and get whatever they want anyway. What, you can't call mom unless the <laughs> unless the trouble that you're in is? <laughs> I'm dying to know what the rest of this is, so... Um, I don't know. Maybe I can send a message to Dion to to get it to Robert to please ask Mike at his next media availability what the what the rest of the story is behind the pawn shop in Florida because uh, there's a dumb radio show host in Tulsa that definitely wants to know exactly what that is. Okay, a um, couple of other clips here from Mike Gundy. He was speaking, of course, about Ollie, who he was there to support this weekend, and you know he brought up something that. I think we've touched on, but after the season is over, you sit here and you think about what we just witnessed as a young man that jumped in and did what he did basically three games into the season and having the results that he did. And they they talked a little bit about that, but here's Mike Gundy kind of talking a little bit about the current state of Ollie and just why the future is as bright as what it is with Ollie Gordon. He's just 19 years old. I don't know if he's turned 20 or not, but during the season he was 19. And he's not really developed yet. He's he's a couple years away from developing his body. And when you look at him, he doesn't – I think he weighs about 215 now. He doesn't look that. He looks thin. Mm-hmm. He's got his best years ahead of him. I think he'll play at 225-ish, 228 maybe in the NFL someday. Mm-hmm. And he'll get better and better. He's really young for his class. So his best years are ahead of him, especially his development in the weight room and his speed, because people are going to say, okay, when you get ready for the NFL, they're going to start knocking everything you have. They start looking for the bad instead of looking for the good. And they're going to say that, well, he's going to be a step slower than all these other guys. But his speed is going to increase because he's not really developed yet. And he's kind of just now growing into his body. Unlike some young men we get, they're kind of at their top level. Yeah. He's not. So I think that before it's all said and done, he's going to end up being a 225-pound, 4-5 guy. But what all he's got going for him, he's got great vision, and we can't coach that. Right. He sees things. You, you can watch his tape, and he sees and weaves, and then he weaves. Like, I see him doing it in games, and I'm like, what do you do? I said, good cut, and that was nice. <laughs> I, I, I go the other No, that's good, because he, he's 10 yards ahead and could weave, and – I don't want to make any kind of comparison to him, but Barry Sanders used to do that because I watched it on the field from behind. Yes, you did. And he would move. He would go this way and then start going that way, and I would wonder why he was doing it, and it worked out. But yeah. Ollie has a little bit of that in him where he can see eight to ten yards down the field. It's one of those things where, yeah, you take time to kind of soak in everything that we witnessed from the season, but that, I think, is a point that doesn't get hammered home enough is the fact that how young he is and is he fully developed yet as an actual football player from the physical aspect of where his body is going to be 
a year from now at this point and maybe even another year after that down the road. I, I, I think that's a really good point from Mike Gundy about just the frame of Ollie Gordon right now. So essentially he's going to be create a player, right? <laughs> well, I, I, didn't, they, didn't they announce that he's going to have the highest rating on the NCAA college yeah. football game? And he's he already, already there looks now. like create a player. He does. And it's going to get bigger and faster? Yeah, no, right? Scary to think about in terms of who the competition is going to yeah, be he's if a you've, freak, man. you've got to worry about going up against that. So I thought that was a good moment. And then what would it be without Mike Gundy? We played in our new open to where he's talking with Robert Allen during halftime of a game and Mike Gundy drops an S-bomb. Uh, where would we be without Mike Gundy dropping another S-bomb live on a radio interview? <laughs> Bob and I talked about that. Oh, let me set this one up, too, because the question was, okay, you're 56 now, Mike. At the end of the season, you look up, and you are the elder statesman of college football now in terms of years that you've been at your university. Where's your energy level at, and do you see yourself doing the same thing three, four years from now, even five years? And did you talk to Bob Stoops when he retired and kind of compare where you're at where he's at? This is Mike's answer. Bob and I talked about that and because I asked him, I said, why? You're young? And he yeah. said, I just, it all of a sudden it hit me. I don't want to do this anymore. He said, I want my time to be my time. We don't have free time. Yep. <clears throat> None of us do anymore. Yeah. And and I have 140 players, and then all the portals and all the stuff we're doing in recruiting. And I haven't got to that point yet. So I just met with the team again a week ago and and um, gave them my best new Rockney speech for the upcoming season and this and that and get your ass in gear. Nobody cares what you did last year. The, we're getting ready to play. South Dakota State, who hadn't lost a game in 14 years, basically. They don't know how to lose. You're going to have to take it from them. They're not going to give you anything. Get your butt ready and let's go. And I felt like I, I was more energetic now than I was 20 years ago. That's awesome. And I've been lucky. I'm, I, I'm healthy. My All my boys are grown and out of the house now. They're not off my payroll, but they're out of the house. <laughs> I know how that and, goes. Yeah, I mean, it just, you know, like when I was 18, that was pretty much it. Yeah. But now with with mama, she's like, no, you're going to do this. Really? It's not helping them. I don't care. You're going to do it. <laughs> so do I want to get the cold treatment for two weeks and lose that battle? Or just right. Get out right. Of, whatever. Transfer the how money. long has it been since you became a man and made it to 40? Um. I'm 56 now, so it's been 16 years. Wow. I was going to ask if Bedlam gets referenced every day mm-hmm. as you're at the grocery store or whatever. Someone thanks you for that, but but maybe that gets referenced more often. I, I, I don't know. What, 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 when people come up to you and talk, what are they referencing? Well, us winning the Bedlam game this year was a big deal for Oklahoma State. Truly. So, you know, it just it's so many people, mainly gentlemen, but that were between the ages of 65 and 80, would come up to me at the store or wherever, and I don't give a about anything. All I know is we won the last one. And we ended up keeping them out of the championship game. So I can die in peace. I get that all the time. Awesome. Uh, and 
in recruiting, I still get the I'm a man all the time, quite a bit. And it's not the parents now, it's the grandparents. Yeah. Who are at the home visit, and the grandparents, and the parents, and the kid, and the kid's like, what? Right. I'm like, yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. At some point, so you'll look, see Look it. it up on YouTube. It's a long story. <laughs> it's a really long story. Yeah. Well, Coach. Uh, yeah. How about that? I get walked up to that next to at the grocery store, usually by someone that's between 65 and 80, and like, nah, I don't give a bleep about <laughs> anything die. anymore. I'm just glad we beat them that last time. <laughs> but yeah, he dropped an S-bomb right there on the radio like it was absolutely nothing and didn't even hesitate, just kept right on uh, moving through. Uh, and I appreciate the candor from, from Mike Gundy on that. But yeah, how about that, too, that he doesn't get it from the kids or the parents anymore. He gets it from the grandparents on the I'm a man. That's amazing. <laughs> Mike Gundy, an absolute beaut. Uh, by the way, treasure. that audio courtesy, obviously, of a, the uh, ticket in Dallas who had Mike Gundy on on Friday as he was in Dallas to support Ollie Gordon during the Doak Walker Award presentation. All right, it's 410 here on the Blitz 1170. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back with more. We want to hear from you on the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line, 918-262-5072. We've got a snack at 445 today. We've got John Holcomb in the 5 o'clock hour and also Dusty Dvorak in the 5 o'clock hour as well here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app.